At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and it is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. And we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Plenty of action in terms of betting to get to you tonight. We've got Adam Stanko, does a great job covering the NBA and college basketball, but naturally tonight we'll focus on the association. Big news all about, not positive news regarding injuries and terminations with some coaches. So we'll get into that in just a second and see what Adam thinks of the ramifications of some of those injuries and much more. In between, we'll get some U.S. Open plays. How about Matt Eumann's host of My Guys in the Desert? We'll get a nice preview of the tournament with Matt, get some of his plays, analysis, and more. Now we'll get Ryan Spader, who does a great job covering Major League Baseball. If you didn't see his kind of, you know, Twitter thread slash rant on all of the cheating scandals and whatnot, go ahead, check that out on Twitter before we have him on. The Ace of Spaders, where you can follow him along on Twitter. So very excited to see what he thinks about all of that news and how that affects the betting world and just tonight's overall slate in Major League Baseball. But like we talked about, uh, let's get into some of the headlines throughout the NBA tonight. And let's start with the game 
that features, well, or will not feature a star player in Kawhi Leonard, and that's going to be the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, the fear is that Kawhi Leonard potentially could have suffered a torn ACL, nothing definite as of now, but he's at least suffered a right knee sprain and will be out for tonight's game. This one now has Utah as high as an eight-point favorite at Bet Rivers, total at about 219.5, minus 335 on the money line in favor of Utah. Not only is this devastating for Los Angeles just for tonight, but really in general, because realistically, you know, if it's as, as serious as we kind of are being led on to believe, then you're probably assuming Kawhi is going to be out for the remainder of the postseason. And now the odds have shifted in terms of the Clippers to win the championship. They are down to 10 to 1. The Hawks, the only team below them, at 66 to 1. And then you look at the Western Conference odds as well. The Clippers move down to 6 to 1. The Suns are plus 150, and the Jazz are minus 112. So, how do you really handicap the Clippers at this point? I think it's got to be fade or nothing, right? I mean, they've struggled on the road against this Jazz team, even when Kawhi was in the mix, and now you're getting your top dog being out. They're going to be screwed, to put it lightly. I mean, tonight and for the next game, potentially. Even if by some kind of, you know, lucky strike or some kind of miracle they're able to get past, it's not going to be a favorable matchup going down against Phoenix. And speaking of which, then some more unfortunate news coincides with the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul did have a positive COVID test, and now he is in the COVID-19 health and safety protocols, sidelined for an indefinite period of time. Now, a lot of stipulations and kind of just... The underlings have to go into play if he's been vaccinated or not. That may shorten his time on how much he may be out. So we're still waiting for all this news to kind of matriculate and be put out into public. But, you know, what does this do for the Western Conference now? How do you handicap it? Is the automatic way to go with Utah? They're minus 112 to win the West. And if, you know, you want to go even a step further, they're plus 250 to win the championship. If you're not sure if the Sixers advance, you don't know how healthy the Nets are going to be. It's just such a mess right now, and it's so hard to really just trust any of these teams to go further down the road here. But at the end of the day, I think if you want to handicap anything with the Suns and maybe the Jazz, if you're looking, you know, if we're assuming that Chris Paul at least will be out for game one, then maybe you give the advantage to the Jazz in that spot. And if Utah is going to be the slight favorite in that series because of it, maybe you wait till after game one. And if the Suns drop that, then you jump in on Phoenix being a bigger dog and then the better value could be with the Suns as of that point but again I think there's just too many unknowns for myself personally to want to tie up any money in it so I'm probably just going to be taking it from a game to game basis because something just keeps coming awry every single night it seems which is unfortunate but it keeps you on your toes and that's what you have to do as a sports better and that's what we're trying to do here on the show but you know those are some options you could certainly throw out there and consider but Chris Paul having the COVID-19 protocols huge for the Suns team because, you know, he's the big reason why they've been so dominant this season and in the postseason. You know, Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers, yes, that's just as detrimental, but at the end of the day, you probably gave a little bit more of an advantage to the Jazz to win this series regardless and tonight to win the game. At least I did, per se. But nevertheless, uh, that's the big news coming out of the NBA, along with some terminations. Stan Van Gundy out as the Pelicans head coach, and then Washington and their head coach Scott Brooks could not come to an agreement on a new deal, so they're going to be parting ways as well. That doesn't have an impact right now per se, but just some of the other biggest news stories throughout the NBA today and this very eventful Wednesday throughout this week in June. 
Once again, the show is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for joining in. We are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're just going over some of the biggest headlines of the day in terms of the NBA. Chris Paul out indefinitely because of COVID-19, safe and healthy pro uh, health protocols. And then, as we know, Kawhi Leonard, at least just a right knee sprain, could be worse as far as a torn ACL, but he will be out tonight. Now we see the Jazz is an eight-point favorite in that spot, moving up from two and a half all the way up to eight. Just keeps moving in favor of Utah, and rightfully so. I mean, how are the Clippers going to have that much production? I mean, you you had concerns about them and saw, you know, where they slacked even with them on the mix, in the mix, on the road in those first two games. So now it's just going to be really tough for this Clippers team. We'll get more into that with Adam Stanko in a few minutes, and later on in the show, like we talked about, we'll hit the links with Matt Humans, get a nice U.S. Open preview with our man Humans. And then we'll talk some baseball with Ryan Spader with all the potential scandals going on right now. How does that affect the betting world? That'll be exciting to get into with Ryan. But, you know, kind of just getting further into the handicapping for tonight with basketball. We previewed Utah and Los Angeles. Let's get you squared away with Atlanta and Philadelphia. This one opened up with Philly as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, it's currently at seven-and-a-half, but originally – we saw some of the money go toward Atlanta, right? I mean, when we talked about it yesterday, it went down to six, and now it's gone up a full point and a half, up to seven and a half. Philly now minus 315 on the money line. Atlanta plus 260. This total's been pretty stagnant at 224 and a half for the most part, slightly shaded to the under at Bet Rivers minus 112, the over minus 110. Updated series price for this one, six are still a big favorite, minus 305, Atlanta plus 240. Still have concerns here with Joel Embiid, right? I mean, he's been listed as questionable for every single game. You're assuming that he's going to be in, but how much are you going to get out of him? You didn't see as much production the last game, and all it takes is one bad moment, one bad play and twist to really hurt that knee with the meniscus. So you hold your breath every time the big man jumps up and goes down. But is that going to be enough still to solidify a win for Philadelphia? I think they get the job done tonight. I'm just not so bullish on wanting to lay the 7.5. I think that's a tall task to ask for this Philly team to where, look, if Joel Embiid's not going to be 100%, Tobias Harris, you're going to have to rely on him, and obviously your guys like Seth Curry and Ben Simmons is going to have to produce more than he did the last game. If he can get, you know, 15-plus, that's going to be a huge plus for this Philly team. So uh, we'll see if he can make that happen. But let's get into this a little bit further with our main man, Adam Stanko, who you can follow along on Twitter, at NaismithLives, and you can follow him with his podcast, Rejecting the Screen, does a great job covering both college basketball and the NBA. Adam, we appreciate you joining us. As always, let's get right into it, my man, and let's start with this Hawks and Sixers game tip off in about 20 minutes or so this line has moved up because originally it went down toward Atlanta they were a six-point dog now they're catching seven and a half this total at about 224 and a half you think Philly gets the dub in this one despite the kind of weariness with Joel Embiid it's funny I wonder if the line's moving because of someone seeing Embiid walk around or something in the, in the area um you know, I picked the Hawks actually to win this series because I thought Embiid would be a lot more banged up than he is. And we're really not seeing that as the case thus far. Uh, obviously, he has the ability to dominate. The interesting part for me as I'm breaking down this game is how close is this game heading into the fourth quarter? Because if it's a close game, I actually really like the Hawks uh, in, the, in the fourth because of all the offensive weapons they have and because of this Ben Simmons problem, which the Sixers have. And obviously, you saw it at the end of the last game in which Ben Simmons not on the court 
and Seth Curry ends up taking a shot that that was really difficult because they couldn't initiate offense, which they would have been able to do if they have their guy initiating the offense in Ben Simmons. So I think this game goes one of two ways. Either either Sixers win in a blowout, which is what obviously they're going to aim to do. They have to apply defensive pressure early. Or if we see a close game, I think the Hawks win this thing. So I'm kind of flipping, flopping on this. Uh, but if I had to choose one in that scenario, which is more likely, I think the Hawks could could end up winning another one. Um, not surprised in the Sixers blowout, but if this is close, Hawks definitely win. Yeah, and catching seven and a half could be a good look with Atlanta. I'm kind of with you here. I mean, we've seen that from Philly in the two games they've won, right? They haven't just won, but they've done it in a dominant fashion. So the same could be the story tonight. And you bring up an important point as well with Ben Simmons being off the floor in those clutch important moments down the stretch. So that's definitely going to be a factor. But again, Atlanta catching seven and a half. And if you think they win the whole thing outright, like Adam alluded to, the possibility of that, plus 260, some solid value you can get at Bet Rivers. All right, Adam, then let's take a look at the Clippers and Jazz tonight. Devastating news for Los Angeles. No Kawhi Leonard. Utah goes from 2.5 up to a 8-point favorite. This total at 219.5. I mean, do you have any faith in Los Angeles to keep it close, or is it going to be Utah all the way? I don't really have faith in the Clippers. I mean, it really comes down to, of course, what are we going to get out of Paul George? Now, it's not a question of depth with, with the Clippers. I mean, there's so much depth with this roster and and whether it's guys like man coming off the bench or we're seeing obviously Reggie Jackson's contributions or Zubat, they can contribute offensively. It's really going to be a question of how much can Paul George carry these guys? And it, we've had questions about Paul George and, and within the Clippers organization, I know he's put a lot of extra work in Paul George is trying to get right. And when I say trying to get right, I don't just mean physically I'm talking about, mentally, emotionally, getting himself in the right state of mind. We've seen it at times in this series. Can we get it consistently tonight um, and on the road? It's going to be a tall task, but certainly Paul George is capable. So are the other Clippers. I just don't know. I, I think the Jazz could win big in this one. It's it's set up that way, especially with Kawhi being out, as you, as you so adeptly point out. Now, even looking further down the road because of what we know with Kawhi Leonard and with Chris Paul with the COVID-19 safe and health protocols, how do you look to handicap the rest of the Western Conference? The Jazz are minus 112 as the favorite to come out. Then come the Suns at plus 150 and the Clippers at 6-1. to one. Do you think this is the Jazz to take at this point? Or, you know, do you still have faith in the Suns team, assuming that maybe Chris Paul would just miss one game? Yeah, I really like this. I, I really like the Chris Paul situation because no, no matter what, you're also getting rest out of Chris Paul. So so whether you're talking about him being out because of COVID protocol or because of injuries or because now you've got this extended period of time now that the that the Clippers and Jazz now are going to play for for quite a bit of time, I think it all benefits Chris Paul. I think it all benefits the Suns. And so for that reason, I, I really like the Suns. Now, that being said, you're likely starting – the Western Conference Finals in an, in an 0-1 hole because without Chris Paul, Suns do not have a chance. I don't think there's a more valuable player um, in the tournament, if you want to call it that, left than, other than Chris Paul because when he's off the floor, that team, that offense just completely falls apart. But when he's on, that team is is clicking on all cylinders and then Cameron Payne because becomes such a valuable you know, almost your your third down running back, if you will. You insert him and causes a lot of issues with that second unit. And when Payne has to play with that first unit, it's it's kind of a disaster. So 
I still really like the Suns. That's how I'm looking to play this thing. But that being said, I think it's helpful that Chris Paul is not playing because he's then going to be healthy the rest of the Western Conference Finals. Um, but still, obviously, a long way to go. Yeah, having to rely on campaign is never an ideal scenario you want to find yourself in. But, Adam, I think you bring up a great point because that's kind of what I was teasing before we brought you on. If, if we're assuming that Chris Paul is going to be out for that first matchup, you give the advantage to Utah, say they win that first game, Chris Paul comes back for game two. Wouldn't you just wait then to bet the Suns till after that first game to when you could get better value if that's your assumption of how it goes down? Yeah, I actually, it's a great, it's a great point. And I, that's how I would play it. I, I think it's, it's interesting because you're going to get a great effort from that Suns team in game one. So if we play that out and assume Chris Paul's not playing in game one and it's campaign. And we know what that team can, can ultimately look like. Uh, I think you'll still get a great effort out of them, but they're going to come up short because the thing is this jazz team and the way uh, actually a, a former front office guy for the jazz told me this about this series with the Clippers. He said, the Jazz are able to get a good three-point shot from multiple three-point shooters every trip down the floor. So whether that's Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, uh, Bogdanovich, it doesn't matter. They they know they're Joe Ingles. They're going to get a good look from a great shooter. And so just in terms of the amount of offensive weapons the Jazz would present against the Suns would be rough given that Chris Paul would be out. But I see think still you'd get a good Suns effort. Let's say Jazz win by eight. Now, of course, everyone's going to turn to the Jazz. Great momentum. But Chris Paul comes back and he's healthy. Oh, I really like the Suns against the Jazz in that scenario. And you're right. Terrific value going forward. I'm right there with Adam Stanko joining us here on Rush Hour, previewing some NBA action tonight and as well as down the road with some futures. But uh, let's look forward to tomorrow with the Nets and the Bucks. Man, this series is just so frustrating. I guess I want to say is it better because you really just don't know what you're going to get at least out of Brooklyn, and then you think the Bucks have the advantage. They have a double-digit lead yesterday, and KD just does KD things. And then in this next game, for game uh, six, we see Milwaukee open about three and a half. They're getting all the love now, Adam, up to five and a half. 220 is where we see this total. What do you expect out of Milwaukee after that loss? And I guess, what do you expect out of James Harden? What kind of production, if any, can he provide? Well, I, I don't I don't know that we're going to see. I don't think we're going to see either of them. I don't think we're seeing Harden or, or Kyrie play. So, I mean, clearly Kyrie. But I think because of that, though, um, I think the Nets still win this game. I, I think you, you mentioned it. What kind of effort are we going to see from this Bucks team? There are certain games that, that take the wind out of your sails as an organization. And I don't just mean as a player, as a t an entire organization. And that was one of them. Winnable game. You've got a banged up James Harden. You've got a huge lead. And here comes this incredible effort, all-time game by uh, by KD. I mean, it hasn't it, that that performance, that stat line of points, rebounds, and assists. We we've not seen. Forget the playoffs. We haven't seen all together since Wilt and and Elgin Baylor. Just remarkable what he was able to put together. We all can see that. But when that happened, it's just once again this idea of frustration for the Bucks, frustration for Budenholzer, frustration for Giannis. And this is what they brought um, Drew Holiday in for, was to get over the hump in games like this and couldn't do it. So I just think, I think the Nets win this game. Kevin Durant's effort, not just on the offensive end of the floor, but also defensively. Giannis is getting crushed for the guys that he hasn't guarded on the defensive end, meaning Kevin Durant. And so I think all together, I think the Nets win this outright. I think you got great value. So let all these let all these fans think that the Bucks are going to tie this up and we're going seven. I don't think that's the case. Even without James Harden, I really like the Nets to win outright. 
Yeah, the Nets catching five and a half, even better value on the money line naturally, plus 180. I kind of like it. I'm with you there. I'm hoping Brooklyn wins because I had a series bet under six and a half games, so that's the side I'll be rooting for. <laughs> and Adam, I think you also bring up an important point in, you know, everybody on Twitter, CJ McCollum, for example, in a sense, calling out Giannis. Why aren't you stepping up to guard Kevin Durant? Do you think we're going to see that more frequently in this game? And if that comes to fruition, do you think that almost benefits KD or will he be limited a little bit more so? I think anytime Giannis is on a guy, it's it's not going to necessarily benefit. Um, it's it's not necessarily going to to benefit KD, but what it will do is benefit everyone else on that on that Nets roster and give them a lot of opportunities to score. And and the one thing that you saw, I mean, again, the amount of assists out of Kevin Durant's huge. He understands. He has faith in his teammates. He loved the performance out of Jeff Green post game. He mentioned that. Uh, and some of these other guys that he knows he has to uplift. Joe Harris could have a, have a big game. Uh, Mike James. So, so I think across the the board, we we may see a situation in which we see a lot of other role players step up in huge spots. I think another high assist game for Durant. And I do think it's going to be influenced. There's no way Giannis isn't going to say to Budenholzer, "Listen, not only am I in danger of losing this series, but also my reputation's taking a hit." No way. He's a competitor. He's a fighter. Giannis is going to want to guard KD, but that'll benefit everyone else. And I think that's actually advantageous for the Nets. Um, and so even though he got crushed for not guarding KD, it caused a lot of matchup problems for everyone else uh, on the Nets, which won't be the case in game six. So I, I really like the Nets once again. And I think it's partly because Giannis will be guarding KD and that'll actually benefit the, his, uh, his teammates. Okay, well, Adam, let's look a little bit further with the Eastern Conference winner before we let you go. We got about a minute and a half left. The Nets, the favorite, minus 143. Sixers plus 230. Bucks are 4 to 1. And then the Hawks, who you are pretty favorable with, uh, they're 20 to 1. Any team you would think would be worth a bet at this point, or are you kind of taking it more from a game by game basis this postseason? Yeah, I think it has to be game by game. I mean, I really like the Nets to win this thing. I mean, I wasn't alone. I, I like the Nets actually when it was just Kyrie, Kyrie and KD. Uh, at the beginning of the year before they even acquired James Harden. But all that being said, as these guys get healthy, um, you know, if the Nets are going to close out. I mean, who knows what happens tonight? There's still so much that remains to be seen. And I think that goes across the board. I mean, Danny, you know this. I mean, between all the COVID pro protocol stuff we're getting, Embiid's injury, the situation with multiple Nets players, um, you know, and we've seen the Mike Conley injury. There's so much that's already happened to these teams and in this truncated season altogether. I think you have to take a wait and see approach. It's just too hard to look ahead considering all that remains to be seen, both with COVID and all the injuries that seem to be piling up. Yeah, certainly keeping everybody on our toes here. And it's tough to invest money for a long time in the NBA because of all the news that we saw today. I'm sure we'll get some tomorrow and the next day. It's been a hectic playoffs, but fun nonetheless, as has been this segment. Adam, we appreciate you joining us per usual. Enjoy those games tonight, and best of luck with your bets, my friend. Thanks, Danny. Always great talking to you, my bud. Yes, sir. There he is, Adam Stanko, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow him along on Twitter at NaismithLives. And then, of course, his podcast, Rejecting the Screen. Great job covering the NBA, like we mentioned, and college basketball as well. I think he brings up a very important note, though, with Brooklyn and Milwaukee. You're seeing this market move 
bigly in favor of Milwaukee, up to five and a half now, minus 220 on the money line, plus 180 on the other side for Brooklyn, this total at about 220. And that would be my first thought process too, right, is that it would be a bounce back game for Milwaukee at home after they blew the lead. But again, like Adam said, I mean, mentally, that's just a draining game. We're going against this beaten down Brooklyn team. You have the double digit lead, your star players are getting called out defensively. How are they going to respond? So that's going to be a great game to look forward to tomorrow. If you agree with Adam, though, Brooklyn, you could get catching five and a half right now or plus 180 on the money line to win outright. We'll keep it in the NBA, and we'll touch on a little bit of baseball. I got to play with the NBA tonight. I'll let you know what that is. And one play on the diamond. Stay around. We'll let you know what that is here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
get the most out of all odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams, only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. Check it out. BetRivers.com. Welcome back to it here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Big thanks to Adam Stanko for joining us, talking some NBA this evening. Matt Humans, host of My Guys in the Desert, still to come. We'll get his preview on the U.S. Open, some plays, analysis, and more. Then Ryan Spader, MLB analyst, if you missed it earlier today, had a little rant about some of the cheating scandals throughout Major League Baseball. We'll kind of revisit that, see how that affects the betting world and much more, and that'll come toward the end of the show in about 25 minutes or so. So a lot to get to, and we hope you stick around and join us. And before we get to all of that, let's kind of get you some plays here that we do have for this evening. We touched on the NBA, but let's revisit the two games tonight. And I don't typically like to do this, folks, but hey, I'm going with a parlay here. I am parlaying the favorites, and earlier today at Bet Rivers had the Sixers minus 275 on the money line. The Jazz minus 278 came out to minus 117 for the parlay. And I know people always think, hey, if you're doing a parlay, you want a bigger payout. But that's not always the case, and that's not always the viable option, per se. There are some situations where it is you know, profitable, certainly, to parlay. And, you know, Lou Finicaro, a guy who we've had on so many times, and he's always on VEASAN talking UFC, great UFC handicapper, arguably the best. And, you know, he'll have a chalky favorite and UFC, but still paired up in a parlay. And, you know, while it may not be the best payout, that's sometimes what the best option is. So in this sense, in the NBA, I think that's the best route tonight. No Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers. That line going from two and a half up to about seven, seven and a half. Now it's at eight. The money line's now at minus 315. But it was even going to be a tough game regardless for the Clippers. I kind of figured this series to be a home and road split in the sense that the home team was always going to win. And that would certainly favor Utah in the spot regardless without Kawhi even more so. And then you look at the Sixers and the Hawks game, too. I mean, you know, look, Philadelphia, they should have probably won that last game. Ben Simmons didn't have any offensive production toward the latter half of the game, and it's not that you always rely on him to do that, but in the games they've been successful, he's helped in that area. And Joel Embiid obviously didn't play as well as he typically does, so if you can still get Joel Embiid to have enough production, Ben Simmons to get about 15-plus with the home crowd behind you, I still think it's a good spot here for Philly. I don't like them laying the 7.5, but I do think they get the win outright. So I parlayed both of these favorites. Again, earlier in the day, got about a minus 117 payout. It's going to be a little bit higher now, but if you have enough conviction in my mind, I think it's still worth a play. But I like the Jazz and Sixers on the money line in tonight's events on the hardwood. And then, of course, we got one playing baseball as well that I alluded to. Let's talk Seattle and Minnesota. Maybe not a match if you thought I was going to get into, but uh, I, I didn't like the slate as much in terms of baseball. But getting deeper into this one, I think it's a favorable spot for Minnesota. Now, they open minus 113. Currently, they're up to minus 141 at Bet Rivers. This total at 8.5 shaded slightly to the under, minus 112. The Mariners have beat down on the Twins the last two nights. They won 10-0 last night, 4-3 the night prior. Now, tonight's pitching matchup, you're getting Bailey over taking the bump for Minnesota against Justice Sheffield, and Sheffield is a southpaw. He's 5-5 five five with the Mariners this year, 4.91 ERA and a 4.75 XBIP. 
got a dangerously high whip of 1.59. So Sheffield really hasn't been that profitable of a pitcher per se. Ober on the other side, standing at 6'9", has only pitched 13 innings this season, but not too shabby. He has no wins, no losses, 4.85 ERA, 3.83 XFIP, and a 1.46 whip. It's not that I necessarily have that much more trust in Ober, but it's for the fact that when a team is about to get swept, you usually like to kind of favor that team more so, and Seattle's just really not that good of a squad. And even more so, Minnesota against lefties have been pretty solid this year. Fifth best in terms of OPS in the big leagues, 772. And you know how the Mariners have really been slumping. 666 OPS this whole season against righties, which is 26th worst in the big leagues. So I like Minnesota here. I snagged them at about minus 133 on the money line. You know, ticking up to minus 141. It's getting a little bit too steamed in that direction for Minnesota to where I maybe wouldn't lay it as much. But if you're still contemplating going in this game, Obviously, leaning more toward Minnesota, played him at minus 133 against the Seattle Mariners, hoping that Minnesota avoids the sweep. And not only that, in basketball, we are parlaying the Sixers. And don't forget about the Jazz, had about a minus 117 payoff. So hopefully we get a couple dubs throughout the slate tonight in both baseball and the NBA. But aside from those sports, what about golf? we got a big tournament to look forward to. Matt Eumann, host of My Guys in the Desert, gives us his plays on that next, right here on Rush Hour. Stick around. any part of our show or anything in general on the decent schedule today or any other day don't forget you can check it out for free along with all of our other sports betting podcasts you can catch the replays of all those shows which include follow the money a numbers game my guys in the desert and the lombardi line with decent best bets download beating the book with gil alexander or the market insights podcast with josh applebaum plus we've got hardwood handicappers long shots gone racing and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all for free and available at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. So check it out, vsin.com slash podcast. Welcome back into vsin, the sports betting network. The show is Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook here in the Windy City, out in the West Coast. It's time to bring on the host of My Guys in the Desert, Matt Humans. Does a great job handicapping pretty much every single sport and one he does very well. How about some golf? We got the U.S. Open to look forward to this weekend, and Matt's got some great insight and plays for us. So, Matt, we appreciate you taking some time. I know we don't have the longest segment to get to, but I want you to give us some of your plays here, and let's start with some of these matchups because I think this is always an intriguing angle to handicap that maybe not a lot of people get into as much because they may, may be more familiar with one player versus the other. But what are a couple matchups you like head-to-head -head for this tournament? Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty good betting tournament. We'll see how it turns out. But uh, I like the way it shapes up because you can use a lot of uh, U.S. Open course history and Torrey Pines course history and kind of project uh, these players here. And also current form. I'm going to play uh, Brooks over Bryson in the uh, hottest rivalry in golf right now. I'm going to go with Kepka. I think um, Kepka's game is in a little bit better shape. Now, I, I, you know, obviously he was in the hunt in the PGA. And I said on uh, Sunday, when Sunday opened, he swaggered 
you know, like John Wayne, and at the end of the day, he limped in uh, as the bridesmaid to uh, Phil Mickelson. So it was a pretty bad Sunday at the PGA for Kepka. but don't forget Bryson DeChambeau was nowhere in the picture uh, that day. And, in fact, Danny, I don't think a lot of people realize in the last three months, Bryson DeChambeau has two top 35s, and that's it. Uh, he, his game has been a little bit lost, and he's not been able, been able to find much accuracy off the tee. So I actually found Kepka plus 105 in a matchup. Initially, I was going to bet him a minus 105, and I found Kepka plus 105 over uh, DeChambeau. So that's one matchup. I'm also going to bet Mickelson minus 110. I have played this. Mickelson minus 110 over uh, Lee Westwood. And I don't expect uh, Phil to have a fantastic week, and it's not going to be a fairy tale where he wins back-to-back majors. But I do think he can be competitive uh, because he basically <clears throat> is playing in his backyard at Torrey Pines. And I like the fact I read this week that Phil has um, really tightened his focus. He turned, he, said he turned off his cell phone. He turned off Twitter. Those are two things that Wes Reynolds could never do. He turned off Twitter. Can you believe that? <laughs> and... Uh, uh, you know, on the flip side, you got Lee Westwood, who just spent the entire week in Vegas partying at the hockey game. He got married, and uh, he probably fired all his bullets this week. And you got to wonder where that guy's head's at. I mean, he just went through a divorce settlement where he lost $50 million and he just got married again. How big a fool do you have to be? I think Lee Westwood's going to be – his focus is going to be somewhere other than uh, golf this week at the U.S. Open, the fact he just got uh, married in Vegas a few, uh, you know, a few days ago. I, I just Mickelson head-to-head in that matchup I think makes a lot of sense, all that BS aside. I also have looked at um, several finish position props, Danny. And, uh, you know, you got guys like Tony Finau and Xander Shoffley who can't close the deal. Uh, they're in the hunt, they're in the top ten, but they can't win. And that's been the story of the last uh, – couple years on uh, both guys, really, especially uh, Shoffley, where he's right there in the hunt. He's played in four U.S. Opens, never finished worse than sixth. I mean, it's uh, in eight of his 16 career majors, he's been in the top ten. Shoffley probably should have won the Masters, but he found the water and blew it and let Matsuyama off the hook on the back nine. I bet Shoffley to finish in the top ten and plus 160. I bet Tony Finau, you could play him in the top 10. I, I played it a little bit more conservative with Finau, and I played him to finish in the top 20 at plus 105. Uh, I, I'm really confident that Finau is going to be uh, competitive this week, and so is Shoffley. Uh, when my top-rated player on the board is uh, Colin Morikawa, he won at the PGA up the coast in California, obviously, last summer. Just very similar course. Similar greens. The small greens help Morikawa because he's a, an average or below average putter. Um, but he's accurate off the tee. Greens in regulation percentage, he's number one on tour, 72%. I think Morikawa's got a great shot to win this week. I played him at 25 to 1. I also played him to finish in the top 10 at plus 250. And then one long shot, Ches Reeve. When I was at the U.S. Open two years ago at Pebble Beach, Ches Reeve tied for third. He's uh, actually got the hot hand right now. He just went through U.S. Open qualifying. He was in the uh, top 15 last week. He was only four strokes off Garrett Higo in that tournament last week at Palmetto. And Ches Reeves flying under the radar. 500 to 1 at Circa and uh, 20 to 1 to finish in the uh, top 10. So that was kind of a long shot I took in terms of uh, those kind of sum up the uh, matchups and the props I've played on the U.S. Open so far. 
Love it. Love that analysis, and especially the Phil Mickelson over Lee Westwood. I think I'm going to have to jump on that with you just based on how you described that and why you have the advantage with Phil Mickelson. Absolutely love it, Matt. And, you know, kind of going back, we got about, you know, 45 seconds left. But, you know, with Brooks in the Masters, the concern was with that knee. Do you see that being an issue at all, or has he pretty much overcome that from what you've seen in the past couple of outings? I think the knee knee issues should be in the past. I heard somebody say he was limping around the course a little bit at Torrey Pines today. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I thought he looked fine at the PGA. He kind of made some excuses when he had a bad Sunday round. The loser's limp, right? When you play bad, all of a sudden you had an injury. Uh, we see that with too many people in uh, sports sometimes. But I still like Kepka. And when you, you get his odds up around 18 to 1, I think you have to take a look at Brooks Kepke. If you look at cumulative scores in a major over the past five years, he crushes the competition. He really does. Uh, so Kepke gets up to play in these majors. He's going to get up because of the, the Bryson rivalry. Uh, so those are the, I played some long shots in this tournament too, Danny, but the two guys I like the most are Kepke at about 18 to 1 and Colin Morikawa at 25 to 1. Great stuff. Looking forward to it, especially that rivalry with Kepka and now DeShambo after what we saw the other week. Going to be an exciting tournament. And Matt, we appreciate your insight and some of your plays, my man. Thanks for joining us, and best of luck. Hey, you bet. Anytime, Danny. Thanks, man. At Matt Humans 247 is where you can follow him along on the tweets. Catch him hosting My Guys in the Desert. Great insight when it comes to golf, basketball, baseball, football, right around the corner. Great show all around, so big thanks to Matt Humans. And like he said, look for Phil Mickelson, minus 110 over Lee Westwood. And otherwise, then you got Kepka 18-1, Morikawa 25-1, top two to win that one outright. Very exciting tournament to look forward to. Also, what we got to look forward to still on the show, how about Ryan Spader with all of the Major League Baseball scandal going down? How does that affect the betting world? We'll discuss next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. the most out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program to get a hold of the daily hometown discounts once again check it all out betrivers.com Wrapping up another edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago, Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. Special guest joining us right now, it's Major League Baseball analyst Ryan Spader. And look, if you didn't follow his Twitter thread today, I highly suggest you go take a look and you can follow him on Twitter at the Ace of Spader. And, you know, Ryan, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We have a good slate to look forward to. But before we get into some of your bets with that, you know, kind of just in summation of what you tweeted out with your thread and all the scandals that we've seen in the past with so many teams kind of being a part of it more than a lot of people believe, you know, obviously here at Beeson, we're a sports betting network, and we like to look at it from that kind of angle. And, you know, now the controversy with the pitching and pitchers using substance and the 10-day ban, all of that, you know, how do you think this affects the betting market, and is there still so much stuff going on that we don't even realize? <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny that you say that, and um, to be honest with you, I, I think it's going to have a, uh, a short-term impact because I think um, now that Major League Baseball is going to penalize pitchers for using these, you know, quote-unquote sticky substances, he might looks like we dropped out Ryan for just a second there. Let's work him. Oh, we got you, Ryan. Sorry about that. Continue. We lost you for just a second. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. So I think I, I think with uh, Major League Baseball finally, you know, catching on to this uh, sticky stuff, you know, quote unquote. I think that with them, you know putting the hammer down on pitchers using the sticky stuff. I think you're going to see briefly, very briefly, maybe for only about a week or so uh, before Vegas gets caught up, is uh, a good bit of um, overs hitting. And uh, I think that's where we're going to be at. Yeah, and that's really a great point because this whole season you've seen the pitchers being dominant. I mean, so many no-hitters just coming every other week, it seemed, to start things out. And you're right, you kind of have only 
a finite amount of time before the books are naturally going to adjust, and that could be this week, you know, now that this is being brought about. And, you know, last year and the year prior, you know, you saw a lot of runs, and now it's the opposite. So it's all about catching on to those trends at the right moment. So, again, be sure to check out Ryan's Twitter at the Ace of Spader to get more information on it and some of his plays as well. Does a great job covering the league. And in terms of betting, you've had a really successful season, Ryan. So let's kind of get more into it with some of the later games tonight. And let's start at Houston with the Astros taking on the Rangers. Now, naturally, with Granke on the bump, the Astros are going to be a big favorite. And they're laying minus 240. This total at about nine, which is ticked up from eight and a half. If you want to lay the run and a half with Houston, you're still laying a price minus 118. You think Houston gets the job done handily, or do you think the Rangers could be a value play? So, you know, I, I do really like uh, Dunning. Um, however, I, I, I do think the Astros are going to get it done. Uh, one thing that you, you noted that I have to say, man, I, I, I cannot touch run lines. I can't do it. I just think it's, it's a fool's game, you know. Is there ever, like, so if you see a big game, like, you know, the Dodgers a lot of times are going to be such a big favorite. In that case, do you just kind of opt out of betting their game, or are you willing to lay a bigger price just straight up on a team like that? Well, so, so for me, the thing that I've been doing is I've been taking a, a parlay every single day. And my parlay is betting on every single game. So we're looking at between, uh, what is it, between like 8 and 15, 16, 17 games a day. And uh, sometimes it's as much as like $10 to win 170000 right? It's absurd. And it sounds insane. However, I've had days where I haven't hit it yet, but I've had days where, you know, I've only lost one game. And I've had this happen several times at this point. So uh, I don't know. I, th I think uh, I think when you have a decent idea about baseball, uh, like I like to think I do, and uh, you can pick around 55, 60%, you know, you're bound to hit one. So let's see what happens. Sure. Hey, we'll be rooting for the big jackpot hit, my man. Obviously, that'll get your bankroll up throughout the season. And you're right. I mean, there are days where sometimes you're going to get a lot of the favorites winning, a mix, or a lot of the underdogs. It's just how it works in such a long season. And, you know, let's kind of move on to this next game with the Giants and the D-backs, for example, because I think a team like the Giants, you know, if you're betting a parlay a lot, I'm sure San Francisco has been a part of it considering their success they've had as of this point. Now, on the contrary, you've probably been fading Arizona, and this could be a similar spot tonight. San Fran up to a minus-175 favorite, this total at about eight. Which side are you leaning with tonight out on the West Coast? Oh, man. So, uh... San Fran has been one of my um, – I'm, I'm trying to pull my card up right now. I just turned my computer on. But San Fran has been one of my favorite teams to uh, to bet on this year. And, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because originally, as the season started out for them, they uh, – yeah, you, you could get some decent lines, you know, plus money lines. But over the past, what, two, three weeks, They've been a team that, um, you know, you're you're paying, like you said, a buck seven. What what is it tonight? One seventy five. Yeah, one seventy five for San Francisco, and that's been moving up too. So yeah, you're you're paying a little steep price there with San Fran. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, early on in the season, 
Although, I'll tell you what, you'll get a kick out of this. I actually took them last, well, was it last night or two nights ago, when Yastrzemski um, uh, hit the um, uh, go-ahead grand slam. They were, uh, oh, goodness, live, I think they were like plus 550 or something like that. And look, that's the beauty of baseball, too, is the in-game betting opportunities. And some of these teams it. with their bullpens just struggles. It's great. It really is. Because you know some teams are just going to be prone to blowing it, you know, maybe not every day, but every other day. And if, hey, you know, you're not going to hit it all the time if you get one big payout like you could have and that you did with the Giants plus 550 or so. It's a great payout and great opportunity. So there's certainly, certainly many of those if you're following baseball closely every single night. And, you know, Ryan, I, I got to ask your thoughts on this game before we get you out of here because I had a little bit of interest in this one with the Twins and the Mariners. Minnesota's gone up to a minus 141 favorite. Seattle's been handling the Twins really solidly these last two games. You think Seattle gets the sweep, or do you think Minnesota avoids it tonight with Ober on the mound? Uh, I've I, I got to be honest. I kind of like the Twins, and um, it, it's strange for me because I look at this team, and um, their record does not represent the team that I think that they are. If that makes sense, like uh, to me, they seem like such a, yeah, they seem like such a better team than what they've been putting out on the field. And um, to look at them and what they're fourteen games below five hundred is just unbelievable to me. Yeah, so this will this will be a fun one. I mean, look, Ober has a lot of potential. We see how big he is on the mound and the presence and velocity he can break. So we'll see if Minnesota can avoid that sweep again. They're up to minus 141. And, hey, Ryan, we love your action on Twitter. Again, with that thread, it was very fascinating to watch unfold. Hopefully we get you a big winner with that parlay one of these days, my friend. And we, uh, we appreciate you taking some time. Enjoy those games tonight. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on. I hope everything goes well. Absolutely. As for you and Ryan, you can follow him on Twitter at the Ace of Spader. Again, go ahead and check out that thread he had earlier today. There's a lot of noise up in the MLB community, and it'll be very interesting to watch that unfold, not only in regards to that conversation, but with the pitchers and the substance using with their fingers and, you know, how that's really going to affect these totals. Like he said, you know, maybe hop on the totals going over sooner rather than later that it adjusts on a consistent basis. So something to keep your head out on the look for. But big thanks to Ryan Spader for joining us to talk some baseball. And again, you know, we were just going over that Minnesota Twins-Seattle Mariners game. If you missed it earlier, I actually uh, had a play in this one Rolling with Minnesota tonight, minus 133 is the price that I got with Minnesota. Now they're up to minus 141. The market's been moving big time in their favor. They open minus 113, and they've gotten beat down by the Twins, or excuse me, by the Mariners the last couple nights, 10-0, and then 4-3 the night prior. But I think Minnesota gets the job done tonight, laid minus 133. Twins going up against Sheffield, who's a lefty. Minnesota, fifth best OPS-wise against Southpaws this season, 772 OPS. So hopefully they can get those bats going tonight and get the job done. And aside from that, we already had one play in terms of the NBA. We rolled with the Sixers on the money line and the Jazz on the money line for a minus 117 payout on the parlay. Right now, you're getting Philly up 11-9 to in the first period. And, of course, that other game doesn't go off until about 9, 10 p.m. Central time. But this one has had big line movements. Utah, they open 2.5, no Kawhi Leonard. Now they're up to an 8-point favorite, minus 335 on the money line, plus 270 on the buyback for the Clippers. This total at about 219.5. 
So, you know, it, for me, it's got to be the Jazz or nothing, right? Because you've already seen Utah have a pretty strong hold in those first two home games. I mean, the Clippers bounced back in the sense that they made it close toward the end of each of those games. Now you take Kawhi out of the mix. And, and like Adam Stinko talked about at the beginning of the show, this Clippers team is deep. We understand that. But it's still going to be so tough in this environment against the Jazz with a team that can find so many opportunities from beyond the arc. So the Jazz are probably going to get the job done. Again, didn't want to lay the eight, so parlayed the two favorites in the NBA slate tonight. And if you missed it earlier as well, Adam Stanko says if you're looking forward to tomorrow, he's thinking the Nets get the job done. Currently they're catching five and a half and plus 180 on the money line. But all right, big thanks to everybody who joined us today. Ryan Spader talking baseball, Adam Stanko with basketball, and Matt Eumanns with his plays for the U.S. Open. Best of luck if you tell us with anything. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Rush Hour. Take care. We'll catch you all tomorrow from all of us here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.